0: It's not a midlife crisis, it's a midlife career pivot experiment called Fork in the Road. And I'm the human guinea pig, Andy Marshall, who's got the gall to attempt to have a successful career doing work I love, creative work, and throw that notion of a starving artist out the window, then take the elevator down to the ground floor and jump on it some more. And I'm going to keep doing this every day on the podcast. So let's go. As someone who is a artist, I've always seen the benefit of documenting your creative journey as a bit of a marketing strategy Um, but there's always been this issue especially for you know artists like myself who don't have a lot of time which is probably the majority of artists like you know you're doing a day job you've got family to look after all these kinds of things and you know you manage to slip your art into all the nooks and crannies that you can kind of find during the day like for me when I'm mowing lawns um, I kind of give ample time between jobs to you know maybe I can sit down for half an hour and do some drawing or um, do some social posts or something like this and um, and the only other time I've got to create my art is when my kids are asleep And by the end of the day, it might be pretty tired. So so what I'm trying to say is basically the time that you've got to create is precious. So why would you be spending your time documenting your journey, uh, documenting your creative journey in that time? You know, editing videos, editing podcasts, writing blogs when really you just want to be creating your artwork. And I suppose, you know, on that thing of the massive value of doing it, because that's how I've managed to gain work, is, is by documenting my journey, is that it's the value of marketing. You know, I was talking to Jamie Ira and with this very question in terms of what is the value of marketing. You'll never really know what the value of marketing is, but obviously the more that you can do, the better. So, I suppose I'm trying to work out ways that, as Gary Vaynerchuk says, to document and don't create, like, don't create content for the sake of filling the content slot, but actually, you know, document what you're doing. And that's kind of what I'm doing now, like, I saw the opening with going live on YouTube, which I did a while back. with the prism live studio app which allowed me to um, go live on YouTube with under a thousand subscribers on my mobile phone Um, and recently I've gone back to Instagram live uh, because it's got a few more features now that it didn't have about a year ago um, which makes it a lot more exciting to me and the thing about going live as an artist is you're creating content without having to do anything and that's the perfect kind of content Um, and the reason why i like it on instagram live now is that you can save your instagram live across onto igtv and you've got it there forever Uh, whereas before your lives would kind of disappear after 24 hours and that's why i kind of went away from it because You know, I could do a screen recording and then transfer that across to YouTube or something like that. But that's all extra work, that's all extra time that I don't have out of these tiny little snippets of time during the day. You want to make it as simple as possible and, um, you know, least amount of resistance as possible in terms of having to do it. So. That's why I'm kind of doing my lives now on Instagram and also the fact that I can bring in someone on the live to have a split-screen live chat with them, which is um, something that I can't do on YouTube without you know, having to set up some kind of third-party app to be able to do that. I kind of, I'm into, into it being as simple as humanly possible. But now, so I've got this content and I'm doing my, like, every kind of work day that I do, mowing or weeding, um, you know, garden work. And I try and fit in some time to do a live. Um, and I've got this document of me creating art for, um, currently the Elijah and Crumper Kids book. And so I've got this hour-long piece of content. And unless you're a really famous artist or a, or a celebrity of some kind or you know whatever, <laughs> no one's gonna really be interested in your life um, unless you're either yeah a brilliant artist or a well-known artist or a celebrity. If you're none of those things, uh, the life's just there for your own kind of documentation. But I suppose I'm trying to work out how you actually make that interesting how to how do you create extra value so um, More people are drawn to it. So I had that idea of bringing in inviting inviting guests on uh, Artists and creators from different backgrounds to just kind of talk about their journey and what they're doing Um, and you know the main theme of what I'm trying to work out here is how does someone like a, a hobby artist like myself uh, move from being a, a struggling artist to a thriving artist and kind of ditch those um, day jobs that you know sap up all that time where you could be creating the work that you really want to be doing um, like I did a post on Instagram and it mentioned something about a struggling artist and, uh, and there was a comment going, you know, oh, being a struggling artist is really cool, you know, and, and it's, it's all about the grind and the struggle and, uh, and all this, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and I kind of re- responded like, no, 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 struggling artist, starving artist isn't cool and that whole notion is like, you know, whether it's been romanticized or whatever, because if you were a thriving artist, you'd be getting paid decently for your work and then you'd be able to do more of your work rather than waiting tables, driving courier vans or mowing lawns. So being a starving or struggling artist isn't cool as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> you know you can you can find the pain in your life to draw upon from somewhere else and and um, and use that in your art if you want to I don't know <laughs> so getting back to the lives and I talked about the whole thing of um, breaking down your content that piece of live that live pillar content into micro content after I've kind of got inspired by hearing this idea from Will Mosley on his awesome podcast. Um, you can follow him on the so- on his socials as Hey Will Mosley, and um, and yeah, it's this whole idea of creating a master or a pillar or one big piece of content um that can then be broken down into you know lots of videos couple of podcasts you know and those podcasts can be turned into blogs and i I really like that idea and i'm kind of going down that path but but still there's that thing of you've got that masterpiece of footage but it takes time to go through it and so what i do first of all when i When I get the live is I go through from top to tail uh, put the video on um, iMovie on my phone and do it and do an edit purely for the uh, for the audio because that will be used as as a podcast so I go through and cut that but as I listening to that you know you got to listen to an hour-long broadcast and cut out all the dead bits, and all the bits that, which don't really work. So that's gonna take you, so all of a sudden that hour live has taken you two hours to create a, uh, uh, an IGTV video and a podcast. And then, you know, if you wanna shorten it down and make it more concise and add a few cutaways and some time lapses and things like that, and make it kind of like a bit more of a polished YouTube video, that's gonna probably take you a few more hours. And um, and here you can see it, kind of it's stuff which builds up. Um, now the great way from there, like once my video is uploaded onto YouTube, is that on a desktop computer, you can't do this on your phone, sadly. I try and do everything on my phone. But on a desktop computer, you can go into the subtitling editor, and all your subtitles will be there. They won't be perfect, but they'll be pretty good. Um, And so you can save out a copy of all your subtitles, but sadly it, it 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 saves it as each screen. So like the subtitles you'll see on each screen separated by time code. So it's not a piece of text, which you can just put into a blog. You've got to go through and not only edit the words that it got wrong, but edit out all the time code bits and edit all the grammar and punctuation and try and make normal dialogue make sense in a blog post, which um, that's probably going to take a few more hours, but it might be faster than writing the whole thing from scratch, maybe. Maybe you're better writing the whole thing from scratch, I don't know. Um, and so there you've got the, the video, the blog and the podcast. And from a one hour thing, you probably spend another five or six hours creating that other content. And you can also save out kind of like minute long snippets for your stories in uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I've been putting them into TikTok as well and uh, they're actually doing quite well on tiktok I'm getting over 100 views on my um on average on my tiktok uh one minute snippets of video which is pretty cool um but all the uploading takes time as well so (laughs) so probably from one hour of recorded footage that that is like production um but breaking down and Making it into all these little things for social media broadcasting in various ways and platforms and means—it's probably an extra 10 hours. So you're probably like a one-to-ten ratio, and you know, for the majority of people, that's great. Like you know, it's a lot of people listening to Gary Vaynerchuk or whatever, going well. I can just get the get the new the new person on who's on. You know 10 bucks an hour and get them to do all that stuff and it's great and, uh, and it's done and the only time I have to commit to doing this uh, documenting my journey is time which I'd be actually creating stuff in the first place I mean that's the ideal like if like if all you had to do is press record and and your world would be documented and distributed in multiple and various ways (laughs) uh, on many platforms, but it's not like that and as a solo artist um, you're having to put in a lot of time on the back end and I've pretty much been logging the hours a bit and probably spending at least 50% of the time on on all the kind of breakdown of that stuff and the kind of stuff which promotes not only the book but promotes me as an artist but and also hopefully helps um you know other artists because i show what i do and what i learn along the way and uh, hopefully that's useful to some people and um yeah it's kind of so I'm trying to find that balance, I'm trying to find the, but I really think, I'm really liking the Instagram live, I'm really liking being able to draw and chat to people at the same time, uh, have people in the chat at the same time, and it's a really, um, like, the raw recorded live is a bit clunky, but once, but, but, once you edit it all down um, you know you get the meat of it It's actually quite good so anyway I think I'm gonna persist with that um, in terms of the Elijah and Krumpa book I'm going through now I'm kind of because um, I, I didn't do a sketchy live today I've actually instead of doing the sketchy live I've been um, formatting the pages and and, uh, and trying to work out the best and most efficient way of formatting all the pages so that the, um, you know, it all looks the same and also obviously checking for no errors in the illustrations or resolution or spellings and things like that and just working through that and I'll be working through that a bit more tonight I'm just heading home from my last lawn mowing gig Um, so yeah, and so I suppose this will give me a bit of a dead time for my sketchy lives because I don't really have much to sketch now. And I don't know how I would document uh, me kind of going through and fine-tuning the pages because it's kind of, it'd be me quietly sitting in front of a computer just tweaking and adjusting and stuff and, um maybe once I've done it once maybe for the next book um, I'll work out a way I think maybe for the next book I'll actually format the pages and all that kind of stuff as I'm creating them every day so it's not it's not like a a thing that I do at the end it's kind of done as I go Um, I kind of thought that's what I was doing anyway but because this is the first time I've created a kid's book, I kind of realised that now that it's done I have to go back through and just make sure everything is is right um, before it goes out to print. Anyway, so that's a pretty long in-depth thing about my thoughts about creating content as an artist at the moment, trying to create video, uh, audio and blog content. Um, without it it impacting your work too much Um, I suppose you could just do a live but I don't think that would get kind of the attention Um, but you know you would hope for so anyway I all be a bit of fine-tuning and stuff like that Um, but yeah I'm happy with the way it's going anyway Have a great creative day, people, and I will check you tomorrow. And that just about wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to start talking, I'd love you to leave me a voice message. All you have to do is tap the link at the bottom of the podcast description and you'll be able to leave me a one-minute message there. It could be a question, your thoughts, praise, outrage i don't care i just want the attention and i'll play the message back on the show and i'll catch you tomorrow at the fork in the road